0: Bismillah From abadu, Rasulullah said the best of uh, people in jahiliyyah are the best of them in Islam. And this was the quality of the, at least of the Quraysh and, and the people of Makkah. They had integrity in their kufr and they had integrity in their Islam. Whatever they believed in, they believed in it totally, completely. There was no hypocrisy. And uh, this, uh, this showed up in their, uh, as, as a very major part of their character. Now, one of these was the Sahabi of Rasulullah Wasallam during... Uh, Pre Islam, he was called Zay- His name was Zayd, but his uh, kunya, the khitab that he was given, the name by which he was known. Before, before uh, Islam, he was called Zayd al Khail, Zayd of the horse. And after he became Muslim, Rasulullah named him Zayd al Khair, uh, Zayd of uh, blessing. The tribe of Amir. In Sasa, they were affected by a severe drought, and uh, so they destroyed their crops and and caused their their livestock perished. A lot of uh, their sheep and camels and so on died. Um, one it got so bad that one day a man left the tribe with his family and went to Hera. There he left his family, and he said, "Wait until I return to you." And he swore to himself not to return until he had earned some money for them or died in the process he took some provisions with him and he walked all day in search of something for his family and at nightfall he found himself near a tent and nearby there was a horse that was tethered so the man said to himself this is the first booty and he untied the horse and uh, was about to mount it when a voice called to him and said, Leave it and take your life as your beauty. So he hastily left the horse and he ran away. Now for seven days he walked until he reached a place where there was a pasture for camels. Now nearby there was an enormous tent with a leather dome which was signs of great wealth and riches. And the man said to himself, doubtless, this pasture has camels and doubtless this tent has occupants. The sun was about to set, so the man looked inside the tent and he saw a very old man sitting in the center. So he sat down behind the old man without the old man realizing that he was there. The sun set. and Then a horseman, very well built and big and imposing, he approached. He rode his mount erect and tall, and he had two male servants, one on his right, one on his left, who accompanied him. And with there, with him were almost a hundred she-camels, and in front of them was a huge male camel. So clearly this was one of the, you know, it was a wealthy man, well-endowed. So the man... Uh, pointed to one of the fat camels and said, milk this and give the old man a drink. So the sheikh, the old man, drank one or two mouthfuls from the full vessel which was brought to him and he left it. The wanderer who was sitting behind quietly, he went up to the vessel and he drank all the milk because he was very hungry. The servant returned, he took the vessel and he said to the man, master, he has drunk it all. The horseman was happy. And he he ordered another camel to be milked and then sent the milk to the old man. So the old man again drank one mouthful and the wanderer drank half of what was left because he didn't want to arouse the suspicion of the horseman. The horseman then ordered his second servant to kill a sheep and they cooked it and some of it was grilled and the horseman fed the sheikh until he was satisfied. He and his two servants then ate after them. After this, they all slept soundly, and their snoring filled the tent. Now, these people, they didn't realize this man was there in the tent. This, the wanderer then went to the he-camel. He untied it and mounted it, and he rode off, and the she-camels followed. He rode throughout the night. At daybreak, he looked around in every direction, but he didn't see anyone following him. So he pushed on until the sun was high in the sky. He looked around, and suddenly saw something like an eagle. In the distance coming towards him and it quickly gained on him and soon he saw that that was the horseman on his horse the wanderer dismounted and he tied the he camel and he took out an arrow and placed it in his bow and he stood in front of the other camels the horseman stopped at a distance and shouted he said untie the camel the man refused saying how he had left behind him a hungry family in hira And how he had not he had sworn not to return unless he had money or died in the process the horseman said you are dead if you don't untie the camel the wanderer again refused the horseman threatened him once more and said hold out the reins of the camel there are three knots in it tell me in which of them you want me to place my arrow The man pointed to the middle knot, and the horseman lodged an arrow right in the center as if he had neatly placed it there with his hand. He did the same with the second and third knots. At that, the man quickly returned his own arrow to his quiver and gave himself up. The horseman took away his sword and his bow, and he said to him, Right behind me. The man expected the worst face fate to befall him. He was completely at the mercy of the horseman. And then the man said, do you think I will cause you harm when you shared with Muhallil, the old man who was his father, his drink and his food last night? When the man heard the word Muhallil, he was astonished. He said, he was astonished. He said, are you Zaid al khail The husband said, yes. So the man pleaded with him. He said, be the best captor. He said, don't, don't harm me. Don't worry, he said Zayd al khail calmly. If these camels were mine, I would give them to you, but they belong to one of my sisters. But say, stay some days with me. I am about to make a raid. Three days later, he raided, he raided the Banu Numair. This was, raiding was a, a custom of the Arabs of the time, and, and this happened all the time. So, three days later, he raided the Banu Numair and captured about a hundred camels as booty. He gave them all to the man, and he sent some men with him as guards until he reached his family in Hira. Now, this is a story of Zaid al Khail as he was in Jahiliya uh, recounted. Uh, the story has been told by, by, by Ashaibani, the historian. And the books of Siyar, uh, they give another picture of Zaid al Khail when he was in Islam. When Zaid al Khair, he became Zayd al khair because the Prophet gave him that name. When he heard the news of Rasulullah he made some of his own inquiries. And then he decided to go to Medina to meet Rasulullah with him was a big delegation of his people, among whom were, uh, some of them were uh, Zur, ibn Sudus, Malik bin Jubair, Amir bin Dwayn, and others. When they reached Madina, they went straight to Masjid and nabawi Sharif, and they tied their horses at the door. And it happened that as they entered, Rasulullah was on the member addressing the Muslims. They sat and they listened and the speech affected Zayd al khail at that time and his delegation. Their hearts were aroused and they were also astonished astonished by the rapt attention of the Muslims and the effect of the Prophet sallallahu words on them. Rasulullah sallallahu was saying, I am better for you than al-Uzza, which was one of the idols they worshipped, and everything else that you worshipped. I am better for you than the black camel which you worship besides God. Now, the Prophet's words had two different effects on Zaid al Khail and others. Some of them responded positively to the truth and accepted it, some of them turned away and rejected. One of those who rejected was Zur ibn Sudus. When he saw the devotion of the believers of Muhammad, envy and fear, both envy and fear filled his heart. And he said to those with him, I see a man who will certainly captivate all Arabs and bring them under his sway. I will not let him control me ever. He then left and went towards Syria, where it is said that he shaved his head uh, and became a Christian and became a monk. The reaction of Zaid and others was different. When Rasulullah finished speaking, Zaid stood up tall and impressive looking in the midst of the Muslims. And he said in a, cloud, in a loud and clear voice, "O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I testify that there is no god but Allah, and that you are the Messenger of Allah." la ilaha illallah wa shukran Muhammad rasulullah. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came up to him, and he asked him, "Who are you?" He said, "I am Zaid al Khayr, the son of Muhalhil." Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "You are from now Zaid al Khair. And not Zaid al Khail. He said, Alhamdulillah, who brought you from the hills and dales of your native land and softened your hearts toward Islam. And since then he was called Zaid al Khair, Zaid the blessed or Zaid the good. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then took him to his house. With him, with them were Ubar bin Al-Khattab Abdullah and some other sahaba. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave him a cushion to sit on, but he felt very uncomfortable to sit on that in the presence of Rasulullah sallallahu so he returned the question Rasulullah sallallahu handed it back to him and he returned it to him. This happened three times. Eventually, when they were all seated, Rasulullah sallallahu said to him, O Zaid, no man has ever been described to me, and when I see him, that he does not fit the description at all except you. You have two characteristics which are pleasing to Allah and his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa what are they, ya Rasulullah? Asked Zaid al Khair. Rasulullah said, "Perseverance and sagacity. Sagacity is wisdom. Said, perseverance and wisdom." Zaid Radiallahu Anhu said, "Alhamdulillah, all praise to Allah, who has given me what He and His Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam like." He then turned directly to Rasulullah and said, "Give me, O Messenger of Allah, three hundred horsemen." And I promise you that I will secure Byzantine territory with them. Rasulallah praised his his fervour, his emotion, and he said, What manner of man are you? During this visit, all those who stayed with Zayd became Muslim. Then they desired to <coughs> they wanted to return to their homes in the Najd, and Rasulullah bade them farewell. The great desire of Zaid al khair to work and fight for the cause of Islam, however, was not to be realized. In Madinah Munawwarah at that time, there was an epidemic of fever and Zaid al khair succumbed to it. And he said to those with him, he said, take me away from the land of Qais. I have the fever of smallpox, but I shall not fight as a Muslim. By Allah, he said, I shall not fight as a Muslim before I meet Allah, the mighty and great. So he had a, Premonition of his uh, death So Zaid radiallahu anh, who took the road to his people in Najd in spite of the fact that the fever became more and more intense and slowed him down He hoped at least to get back to his people And that they would become Muslim through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's guidance and through his hands He struggled to overcome the fever but it got the better of him And he passed away on the day on the way before reaching reaching rajd between his acceptance of islam and his death however there was no time for him to have fallen into sin so subhanallah he died absolutely pure we ask allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala to guide us to that which is pleasing to him and to protect us and keep us in a state of his protection always